Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. An Irish priest has compared the Catholic Church to the Taliban. Yes, I said the Taliban. Over its discrimination and exclusion of women uh, from ordination and uh, decision-making and governance. And it's Father Ray Donovan, or Roy Donovan, should I say, and he joins me on the air. Good afternoon to you, Father Roy. How are you? Uh, Good, Niall. Very good. Now, listen, in relation to, I suppose, women when it comes to the Catholic Church, it's always been the way. Are you kind of stepping over the line a little bit, Father Roy, by associating them at all with the Taliban? No, it hasn't always been the way. Uh, Jesus had a very fundamental core view of the equality of women and men. And he had also many women involved with him. And for the first 20 or 30 years, um, women were very involved in leadership roles uh, at all levels in the early Christian communities. And then from about 20 years after the death of Jesus, they all fell back into the old ways and women were silenced. And they've been silenced ever since in the Catholic Church. I mean, it's a bit of a, a, bit of a stretch. Now, I don't get me wrong, I completely agree with you. But a lot of that was to do with, I suppose, inheritance. You know, there was a practice. And it, and it kind of ties in with, the, I suppose, the whole idea of celibacy. And a lot of people believe that, you know, the reduction in the amount of priests that are now being ordained, be not just because we don't allow women in, is because of the celibacy rules, which was began, I suppose, back, I suppose, in the Western Church in the Middle Ages as well. I think yes. that goes back to the 11th century when Pope Benedict the would have been the 8th, I think, at the time, responded to the decline in priestly morality uh, by issuing a rule prohibiting the children of priests uh, from inheriting property. So it goes back a long time, this idea of, you know, denouncing women or keeping women outside of the Catholic Church. But people will say, you know, the rules is the rules. And unless, if we change the rules of the Catholic Church and ordination, you're changing the Catholic Church, aren't you, essentially? Yes, but the Catholic Church is not living up to the teaching and the gospel of Jesus. It's not able for us. By, by having a male patriarchal dominated church and treating women as second class, and as I say, Jesus had an openness to the equality of women and men, and that's why I compared it to the Taliban for the last 10 years or so, women Taliban, have got yeah, used but, but, but to... Roy, the Taliban don't just exclude women from religion, you know, and, and from taking part in being, you know, obviously in, the, in their own religion, but they take, but they just exclude women from taking part in society, their education, going to college, getting jobs, driving a car. They exclude women from everything. It's a bit of an extreme to compare them. No, I'm not saying, we, I completely agree with you, by the way, I believe women should okay, be able to Okay, I, I, I am taking licence, but it's still very true that the church is doing the same thing and has done the same thing for the last 20 centuries. It's keeping women out of the public forum, which is what the Taliban is doing, excluding them from education, from all the public square, from leadership decision-making. There's even judges on the run for their lives there. The Catholic Church has done the same with its dualism of that men are for leadership and making decision-making, and women are to stay in the private zone. That is embedded in the Catholic Church, and that is not the teaching of Jesus, and the Catholic Church is not able for the teaching of Jesus. 
I mean, I know you were were responding, I suppose, to a recent decision by the bishops of Limerick uh, to proceed with a male-only deaconess in their diocese, even though the Vatican or Vatican Commission is still considering whether to reintroduce women uh, deacons. Um, I mean, in the UK, obviously, it's a very different different situation. You've got vicars who essentially can be married. They can have children. I mean, it's a very different situation. Do you think it's time for the Catholic Church in general to modernise, I suppose, somewhat. And nobody is saying we should break the rules of the Bible or the rules of Jesus Christ, but to modernise and, you know, and reinterpret what was written in, written in the Bible in a modern-day setting. Is it time now that, you know, gay priests should be able to say, I'm openly gay, I'm, it's fine, that's, that's OK, we can marry gay people. Do you think it's time to modernise the Catholic Church? Uh, absolutely, and especially on gay priests. Gay priests should be allowed to come out openly being gay is just as normal for a gay person as, let's say, a straight person being straight. So, um, that, that, yeah, I agree with you. Again, I'm arguing that women have had no input into the teachings, the language of the church, the liturgy, even priesthood is a male construct. Women have never, ever had an input into all of that because women have been reduced to the private sphere. And, and, what, and what, about, what about celibacy as well? Because even the ancient Druid priests, you know, were thought to have been celibate. The Aztec pre-temple priests were, seemingly remained sort of sexually abstinent as well. Other pre-Christian sects mandated that people chosen for their sacrificial offerings must be pure. So, but is it time to change that as well? I mean, is it time to completely change everything? Because we've seen the fall off, Ray, or, or Roy, should I say. We've seen the That's fall right. off. That's right, yes. Uh, yeah. You know, the yeah. Catholic Church. I mean, now, I mean, church attendance as compared to when I was a child. Church attendance are really, really low. And, and not only that, we don't have the priests to do, to, to do the Mass anymore. So is it time now that we kind of just change that, say, if gay people want to get married, they should be able to get married in a Catholic church? Is it time that we allow priests to get married and have children? Is, is it time we changed all of that? I think, Niall, that absolutely. It, we're going through a transitional stage at the moment. It is a, a massive shift from the whole clerical uh, dominated church to a lay orientated church. And that is happening very fast and it is going to be a massive, massive new, it's, it calls for a massive new way of going about everything. Mm. And it's happening all around us and maybe some of us aren't able to see that or some of us are very fearful of the future, but it's coming to an end. As you know, Pope Francis put it very well, it's uh, it's not an era of change. It's the end of an era. He has been dead on, so it's, and that requires. Um, well, it's it's about it, inclusion, it, isn't it? It's about including it is, everybody. Absolutely. I mean, there, there was a time when the majority of the world, and not just the majority of Ireland, were, were you know devout Catholics and Christians. And they obeyed every single rule. And then all of a sudden we became kind of a la carte, I suppose, in a sense that we saw the world changing around us and we picked and choose the bits, I suppose, of the Bible and the bits of the teachings that we, we thought, you know, were appropriate to our lives. But now that, that a la carte is becoming worse because the gap between real life and what the church is t- and the way the church tells people to lead their lives are getting, becoming very different, aren't they? Absolutely, not only on women, but also on the uh, on understanding of sexuality, that um, we're way behind and we're out of sync with most people. 
Yes, most people have moved on in their lives, and and that's the thing. That's what makes what the Taliban is doing so outrageous, excluding girls from education. Education. So many Irish people now uh, we are so educated and mm-hmm. and and knowledgeable. And now, like I, I mean, for several years now in the church, we have more women who have more theological education than men. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's another difficulty. All the theology has been male theology. And another difficulty is that our construct of God is completely male. The Trinity is all male. What, what does that do to a woman? If that was the other way around, if our Trinity was all female, what what would that? Well, we don't really, do? we don't really know of it, all, mate. I mean, we don't know if God is a man. We don't know if the Holy Ghost is a man, as as we used to call it when I was a child, the Holy Ghost. We don't know if they're men or not. We know Jesus was a man, obviously, but, but yes. that's about it. That's about as far as the rest is just you know we assume or make an assumption because I suppose it was a male-dominated world at that particular time. We had a patriarchy. I mean, but getting back to, say, relationships, is the time the church really looked at that. For example, we now know that people don't stay with each other for the rest of their lives. I only spoke a few minutes ago about divorce and separation, how difficult that can be. Yeah, I was listening to you there, yeah. yeah. I mean, so we know now that relationships, that the law has changed once again in the last couple of years. I know the Catholic Church did oppose it back in 1996, the original divorce legislation. But, I mean, it's there. People's relationships don't last forever, sometimes. And they may want to remarry again with somebody they love. Is it time the church recognised that and allowed them to get married in a church again, or would that be going too far? Uh, absolutely. As you say, that um, a number, a sizable number of relationships break down, and nobody goes into a marriage with the intention of it breaking down, but, but that's our human condition, our human nature, and they, they break down. And m- most people, I think, get it right the second time round, and... and, and Create, you know, they learn so much from the first relationship. I mean, it's it's torture and it's uh, a calvary that they go through. Everybody involved and 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 people learn, I think, and they they learn so much that they really do get it right the second time mm-hmm. round, and and that needs to be acknowledged more. Okay, and do you believe they should be allowed to get married in a church again rather than just a registry officer or whatever it happens to be, which is what they can only do at the moment? Do you believe they should be let once they're divorced, obviously? Um, I, I think we need to have new conversations, yes, around that. I, I do think so, mm-hmm. yes. At yeah. the moment, I and suppose, at the, at the moment, the requirement is... Especially when we say that, you know, in the Catholic Church, we say it's the couple who marry each other, it's the couple who create the sacraments, you know. Yes. So if this is a new relationship and and they want it to work out well, and, you know, we always say it's a, a sacrament, is, uh, it, it gives us a sense of um, when we see this these two people who love each other so much, that, that tells us what God is like. That's the sacrament. Yeah, okay. So so, so maybe you... we need a broader understanding of sacraments. That our, our understanding of sacraments at the moment is too limited. And, and you know, again, <laughs> I, I'm saying there's seven sacraments for men, but there's only six for women. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you think women would want... I mean, there's the question, Roy. I mean, do you think that if suddenly the Catholic Church changed all the rules tomorrow and said, okay, you can be married and you can be a priest or you can be a woman and be a priest, do you think there would be an influx of people who want to suddenly be a priest and, and dedicate their life to God? Do, do you think that there would be many people, a lot more people interested? Well, well, there would be a lot more people because I know there are women and men who would like to be leaders in their Christian community, uh, married and single. So, yes, it would create a lot more of that. 
some would argue it's not going to change the numbers, come to church and all that. And that is, um, there is a, um, another area there that the, the, the church hasn't been able to um, adapt to the modern world. It hasn't been able to meet people where they're at. I mean, if you want to bring good news to people's lives, it has to be something that meets them where they're at and connects with them in their modern life and enables them and frees them up to live life more fully and more freely. Uh, we haven't been able to do that. Our language and um, is too archaic. Um, our, we're not able yet to treat people as adults. Um, too much in the church has been treating people as children. So, I mean, this upcoming Senate is a challenge to everyone. Can we respectfully listen to one another as adults and hear what mm-hmm. is happening you know that's that's the and, big thing isn't it and just fi- yeah. just finally roy in in relation to the reaction that you've got from what you're saying today uh which as a priest it's unusual for us to hear a priest say things and um, what you're saying today which is by the way very welcoming but in what has been the reaction from your colleagues and from the um association of catholic priests and have you had any reaction from them i oh i've had a, a lot of um, reactions i have a lot of um texts and emails um, from priests, um, from um, uh, a number of people up and down the country. Um, also, <laughs> a lot of my nieces have responded very well. <laughs> young, young people. And, and the, the, yeah. the ones from your colleagues, have they been negative or positive? Anybody? Well, I'm sure one or two are having a go at you. But <laughs> I, I, yeah, I haven't. I have, actually, I haven't got one negative response Good. yet. I'm sure there will come, but okay. I mean, I haven't got... They haven't said it to me... Um, let's say, <laughs> to my face as yet. <laughs> well, well, you've made a lot of people very happy today to see that at least there are priests there who want to see the Catholic Church move on and change to adapt to a modern world. Uh, and I welcome you for that. Listen, thank you very much indeed, Father Roy Donovan. You're welcome, Niles. Thanks for coming okay. here today. OK, there you go, Father Roy Donovan, who's leader of the Association of Catholic Priests. And basically what he's saying is it's time for the Church to modernise. And not just in relation to what he talks about, you know, women's rights, because he compared them to the Taliban, um, he also believes that gay people should get married in a church if they so choose to do so. He also believes that maybe divorced people, it's a conversation that we should have, should be allowed to get married again in a church. He also believes that men and women should both be allowed to be priests and if they want to be married, they can and should be allowed to have sex. In other words, they don't have to be celibate. And all these rules that deter people away from the Catholic Church need to change. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.